This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us as Deb talks with her guests, experts in their fields, as they share real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today, we're going to go a little bit different on what we're talking about, um, but it'll, it'll all tie in, and, and it's okay, um, because we're going to be talking about a personal journey that my guest has made and that she has chosen to become an entrepreneur because of it and become an author. And it's going to be so much fun talking about this because we're actually not talking about a business book or any of those things, which I normally talk about, and those are great, but we're going to be talking about, as I said, a personal journey. So please join me in welcoming Tess Casso to our program today. Welcome, Tess. Good morning. Welcome. Thank you. Well, now that I've really piqued people's interest, let me tell people a little bit more about you. So Tess Casso is following her entrepreneurial dream with her editorial passion, which allows her to be close to her husband, Dan, and their son, Ferris, and of course, their loyal pup, Mr. Big. With approximately one in eight couples experiencing infertility, the topic of IVF is more and more relevant in today's society. Children, as much as adults, deserve the knowledge of understanding this dedicated process of a reproduction, lovingly told through the life of a child. So, you know, now people are really wondering what this is about. And so it's, it's very cool because what we're talking about is, of course, your son and your process of having IVF to, to, uh, to give birth to him. And so you wrote this book and I'm holding it up. And so for those of you who aren't on the video portion, the book is I'm Very Ferris a child's story about in vitro fertilization. So again, Tess, welcome to our program. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. Well, and it's interesting because when you first contacted me and said you wanted to be on the program, I thought, mm, you know, I'm not sure how this ties in. But it is, you know, you've, you've left corporate America to become an author and to tell your story. And I, I love that it is this very personal story, and and it's cute. This book is, let's see, it's it's a very short little book. Um, it's about twenty pages long, and you know, and 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 it's obviously written for children. So it took me maybe five minutes to read, but it's a very important story that isn't really told, especially from the perspective of talking to children about it. So. Take us back and, and tell us why this is something you, that you decided really was going to be your passion, aside from the extremely cute Ferris. Oh, my gosh. When I was looking at his pictures on the website, he's got a little bow tie. He's just as cute as can be. Um, but, but why did you decide that this really is going to be your passion is to tell his story? Sure. So I, again, um, have experienced infertility with my husband, mm -hmm. and we were candidates for in vitro fertilization. Mm -hmm. And for me, once the doctor said that you're a candidate for this, this mm -hmm. would increase your chances from we had a 1% chance to have a child. By the way, if we used medical assistance, mm -hmm. we'd have between 63 and 73% oh. chance. Mm -hmm. So when I went online and I was looking, okay, what is IVF? Because mm -hmm. we came from families that this was nothing they knew about. Right. IVF, mm -hmm. so it's not exactly something you're taught in school. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I was looking at a lot of things for adults, mm -hmm. but I did not see anything for children. Right. And as our process with in vitro was going forward with, and it became successful, and we mm -hmm. were able to have our child, um, Ferris, once I was planning his nursery, I wanted to give him something that a book would help him understand how he came to be because he has a special story. Right. He, not someone, um, when they ask, you know, how did you come to be? Mm -hmm. I wanted something to help explain it to him. Right. And there was nothing on the market mm -hmm. that was a children's picture book talking mm -hmm. about IVF. I saw things about adoption. I saw things about siblings and cousins, but I didn't see anything about IVF for a child's perspective. Mm -hmm. And I'm a person that I don't just talk, I do. Mm -hmm. So there was an opportunity for me. Um, it was basically a now or never moment where I looked at my career. I looked at the the timing of life and I mm -hmm. said, I am going to change that. Mm -hmm. I, this is the time for me to tap into my entrepreneurial spirit, mm -hmm. for me to take my editorial background, mm -hmm. and jump in and create this series for children and adults because mm -hmm. there are adults that need this to be simplified right. and to mm -hmm. understand what is IVF? Mm -hmm. um, and this series does that. Mm -hmm. And so I am so, so proud of it. Um, everything from the illustrations, title that you can see, I'm very Ferris. The first letter of each of those words is mm -hmm. IVF. Mm -hmm. um, uh, that's why I asked you if his name really was Ferris. <laughs> yeah. Ferris. And mm -hmm. um, no, I did not plan this. For <laughs> It's just, again, mm -hmm. one of those things where it all kind of actually works mm -hmm. out for me, um, the way I wanted to title this book. But, um, again, it's a series that I wanted to get out into the world. And I'm seeing now the, the response being mm -hmm. so positive because if one in eight couples go through infertility. Right. There now is something to help explain to their child or mm -hmm. children mm -hmm. why mom is going to get shots, why mm -hmm. dad has to go have surgery um, why mm -hmm. there's a lot of blood. We have to step away so much to try right. to bring in somebody mm -hmm. into our family. Mm -hmm. There's now a way to talk about that. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not something that should be just for adults. Children mm -hmm. need to understand. This. And then when they are older too, mm -hmm. it's an opportunity for it to be, again, something you can mm -hmm. understand how you came to be. Right. Yeah, because, you know, we, we frequently hear people say, you know, well, you know, we know that it was, you know, on that Friday night when we were, you know, celebrating our anniversary, whatever, you know, they, they can pin it down. Now, you know, is that true? Man, maybe, maybe not. You know, a lot of the, that is kind of romanticized. But, you know, they, they and, and so going through IVF is something that in many cases takes years to do, um, you know, and, and, and it's, it's a, painful process you know there's there's injections there's hormones for for um for the the uh, female you know uh, tests for the men you know all these various things and it really does take years and years and and obviously it's also an expensive process um yeah. you know and and so i think for people to understand kind of how you know how and why and, and for some people they're going to go no you know what that's not the route we're going to take that's great. Um, there's certainly lots of, of other options out there, but for people who do either are, are just thinking about it or are in the process, maybe they're getting frustrated. You know, that's, that might be one of the things too, is they're thinking, you know, 
We, it's just not working, uh, you know, and, and so that's where it's, you know, especially when you see, and like I said, you see all oh, Ferris is this cute. Everybody go to the website um, because there are pictures of, of uh, Ferris there. He's just as cute as can be. Um, but it is, it's a long process. And, uh, you know, and, and obviously you don't go into detail in the book because it's written for kids, but, you know, and, and he's, he's young enough now. He really doesn't understand, but you know, I'm, what do people tell you about when they're reading the story to their older children who actually grasp the, the concept? Sure. I actually had a situation about a month ago where I did have a reader um, send me an, an email about their, how they read it to their seven-year-old son mm-hmm. and his reaction. And they, they sat and they talked about it when they were done. And they mm-hmm. said, what did you get from this story? And the mm-hmm. seven-year-old said, well, they took something from mommy and they something from daddy and Mm -hmm. they made a baby right for me that was reassurance that this child understands reading Mm -hmm. the book seeing that they had to go to a doctor they Mm -hmm. look whether or not they can remember it's egg and i i read the book but again Mm -hmm. they're they're able to understand something was taken out of a Mm -hmm. a woman something was taken out of a man Mm -hmm. and was able to make a baby Mm -hmm. and um Again, people, that kind of response to me, it's, that's where you know mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. Right. A child understands enough until they get to school or they, you know, if they choose to learn more about this mm-hmm. topic or read about it in the news someday. Um, at least I've touched that family and the, the borderline of information, I got the conversation mm-hmm. going. Whereas right. maybe they never talked about it. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, let's be honest, it's not a topic that a lot of people do talk about, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and for a variety of reasons, you know, some of them are, you know, ignorance, you know, let's, let's just kind of put that one out there. Um, there are other people who, you know, if, you know, like we said, it's, it's expensive, it's time consuming, it's painful. So they'll choose, you know, that's, that's not the route that they're going to take. But to me, when, you know, one of the things I thought was, well, this, this makes it normal. This makes it just another way to, to have a baby. Exactly, because that's that's another thing that I really want to touch upon mm-hmm. was the normalcy of it. Mm-hmm. It's not again thirty something years ago. Perhaps this was was new, and you didn't talk about it, and it wasn't right. really. Popular. And you had test tube babies. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now you speed up, and mm-hmm. you realize again, if one in eight couples going through infertility, mm-hmm. that's a lot of people out there. Right. That are experiencing this, and that it's common knowledge for them, and that it's a it's a it's a thing of their home where they totally understand mm-hmm. it, or they know someone that's going through it, so they're a support system for mm-hmm. them. So the conversation is out there. If I don't think you can go onto any major website, whether it's celebrity based or news based, and mm-hmm. not hear about in vitro fertilization. Right. It's a mm-hmm. popular subject, mm-hmm. and so we're reading about this for adults and we're getting information about who's able to conceive over in, in this section of the world and, and who's having this baby number two or whatnot via IVF. But again, where is bringing your child into this? Where is bringing this mm-hmm. family conversation? Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing about it that means it's only for adults to talk about. Right. Mm-hmm. And it should be something. There are so many children's books out there. The fact that this one, this type of topic really wasn't touched upon. Mm-hmm. Again, it was the opportunity for the business perspective in me to come forward and say, I'm going to make mm-hmm. that difference. Yes, my ultimate goal is to tell the story and mm-hmm. to give my son something mm-hmm. 
to to look at, to be proud of, to right. know how to about. But mm-hmm. then it goes so much more than that. Mm-hmm. I want to reach all of the families that are mm-hmm. going through this. And then the ones that are not, because truly this book is a series, mm-hmm. as I mentioned and talk mm-hmm. about on my website, um, that you're going to follow baby Ferris on adventures and things mm-hmm. that he goes through. So let's say you're a family that didn't go through infertility. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean this book series isn't for you because right. how many books in your child's nursery or your child's school are about things that your child didn't know about before and they mm-hmm. still read it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the goal of my series is as the books progress and, and the next one comes out, there may be a more generalized topic, but mm-hmm. you're always going to learn about baby Ferris and the fact that he came from IVF mm-hmm. because right. again, it's sense of normalcy and I mm-hmm. want it to be talked about. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and kids are, you know, probably five ish when they start asking the, where do I come from question? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and, you know, obviously that varies, especially, you know, but more than likely they, they see someone else who is pregnant or someone else, you know, they see another baby, things like that. And, you know, you do need to be able to answer those questions without it being something that they think is bad or wrong, um, because it wasn't. I mean, this was, as we said, it was just another way. Um, unfortunately, it was one that took a lot of time and, and effort and, and things like that. But, you know, it's it really was just another way to have a baby. It is. And it's a way, I think, for children that are from IVF, when their parents tell them, I Again, in today's society, mm-hmm. it's hard for kids, and there's so much um, out there that, you know, whether it's bullying or things they need to be scared about, mm-hmm. there's a lot on a child. Right. For me, when you tell someone, I went through IVF because I wanted you so badly mm-hmm. that right. I, I had injections, I took medications, mm-hmm. we went through lots of doctor's appointments that may have been scary. Um, we wanted you that much. You're that special that we did all this and we don't regret or look back or in anything. And we would do it again for you in a heartbeat. Um, I just think that's such a beautiful reassurance mm-hmm. to someone as they grow older, if they ever have a difficult moment or a tough time, mm-hmm. they think like, I'm here for a reason. Yeah. I'm extra special. <laughs> they knew they wanted me mm-hmm. so badly that they did all this stuff to have me. Mm-hmm. So I have a, a sense of purpose, and it's just that kind of a thing. Again, it's a whole other route that IVF can be talked about, mm-hmm. but you, when you're going through it, you want your baby so bad. Right, right. You're doing all these mm-hmm. things just to try mm-hmm. to hold your pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I, in a child that will find that out and be told that, mm-hmm. uh, and through my story too, it, it just it's an author's mm-hmm. dream. Right. Well, and it is, it's kind of a, a delicate kind of tightrope because you don't want to put so much pressure on the child that they're thinking, wait a minute, I, you know, I, I have a lot I have to live up to. Um, you know, but, but so it, and, and maybe that's why what we're wanting to show is that this is, we're normalizing it. You know, again, it is, you know, it is something that, it just happens, um, you know, and, and obviously parents have great expectations for their kids and, and um, you, know, you know, wherever they came from, however they got them. Um, but yeah, and, but yeah, this is just, this is just another way. It's just, you know, not, not as, you know, there's, there's obviously not as many babies that are born through IVF, but you know, it's just another way. Exactly. And that's the flip side of the reason why mm-hmm. I wrote the book is to normalize the process. Mm-hmm. Because not only for the child to see that you are the same as everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. You, know, you 
you are just like your friends. Mm -hmm. You have this special story. And at the same time, when you think about it, if you are the parent reading it, it normalizes it again for you because Mm -hmm. there's, there's a sense of knowing that somebody else was going through this so much that they wrote a children's book mm-hmm. so that you would feel comfortable right. and telling mm-hmm. this story to your child, you wouldn't mm-hmm. feel embarrassed, mm-hmm. you wouldn't feel ashamed because there are other people going through this. And again, that sense of normalcy, um, I just it's not a taboo topic. It's mm-hmm. nothing to be ashamed of. It's um, for the men, for the women. Um, we just need to be supportive. There's, there's IVF community, IVF mm-hmm. support groups, and, and, and I am an advocate for that. And mm-hmm. even if you're not, IVF and you've experienced infertility, this book, this series is for you as well because we're all in this together. Right. We're all, you know, it hurts. And, 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 and even if you haven't experienced it, you probably know somebody who may mm-hmm. have it. You right. just to it and it's a way for you to understand mm-hmm. again what they were going through and, and to make it a, co- a topic of conversation, mm-hmm. not something to say, well, you probably shouldn't talk about that mm-hmm. because right. it might upset the other person. No, let's start talking mm-hmm. about it. Right. And and I think that's a big po- point that you just made is we shouldn't think oh, we shouldn't talk about it. Um, you know, and 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 granted it is a painful subject. Um, you know, and 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 of course there are people who go through this whole process and still are not able to conceive. Um, you know, and 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 then do have to to choose a, a different route. And then you know there are those people we were talking about it before the program that just seem to get pregnant when they drink water. I mean, you know, and, and you're like, really? Seriously? Exactly. No, and and that's the thing is you in in IVF, um, there's no guarantee. Mm-hmm. And I get right. that. I understand mm-hmm. that completely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are those, like you said, that's that say, oh, well, maybe you just need to try a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Or, got to eat this food or yeah did you do it this way did you you know did you stand on your head afterwards (laughs) oh and uh, that's another program and another oh yeah all of all of the helpful people Uh (laughs) but you know it it all adds to again that journey and that process of of what i'm here to do Mm -hmm. with this children's book and and what makes it all the more passionate for Mm -hmm. me and why i'm so proud of it because um, I think it does target any type of family um, as a subject that they should know more about, mm-hmm. right? Specifically infertility. Mm-hmm. But um, I, like I said, I have families that have not experienced infertility. Just they love the character. Mm-hmm. I, I'm oh yeah, so he's just so cute. Yes, I was going to pick up mine. Yes, he's just as cute as can be. Did uh, so? Uh, did you do the illustrations? So I do have an illustrator. Okay. Do those, but I. Um, these are my illustrations. I own the rights to them, mm-hmm. and I can tell you, as an entrepreneur that has a children's book, every detail, every kind of point on the book, every mm-hmm. way that the characters looked, and nothing went unturned. Mm-hmm. I, um, I'm so passionate about this and the opportunity to step into what I feel I was born to do mm-hmm. with my company, with my book. Mm-hmm. Um, I just. I couldn't be prouder of it. I love the way that the, the little baby Ferris looks. I wanted him to be someone that was um, gender friendly, that this attracts all babies, all mm-hmm. children. I don't want you to think it's a book for boys or a book mm-hmm. for girls. It's a book for everybody. Mm-hmm. I have adults that have that don't have children that have purchased the book. Mm-hmm. And that just that that's a cherry on the ice. I mean it's just wonderful. Right. So I love it. I'm so proud of mm-hmm. it. <laughs> so now you mentioned that there's more. 
you know, and, 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 you know, and, and I want to take a step back just for a second. And we want to point out, you, you actually noticed this when we were chatting before the program, that this is airing the, you know, the, the day after Mother's Day. I hadn't, and we didn't do that on purpose. It was just kind of one of those things, you know, as let's see what the, the, the painter, Bob Ross is a happy accident. <laughs> you know? And so, but, but, you know, it really is, isn't that just, it's very appropriate that this is airing right after Mother's Day, but you know, it, you don't have, you know, you're not resting on your laurels. You're not writing just this one book. So tell us about, you know, other things that, that you have planned for Ferris and his adventures. Sure. So as an entrepreneur, I was not going to do one and done book. This mm-hmm. is a series for me. And again, I, I, the editorial, I've been thinking about manuscripts and where I want you to be following baby Ferris on adventures. Mm-hmm. So the next book in the series that I will have, by the end of 2019 um, is going to be I'm Very Ferris Takes a Bubble Bath. Ah, the reason I went with that mm-hmm. title and that because, again, the goal is to bring you into learning what IVF is. And right, we, and so the I'm Very Ferris is always going to be kind of that, that tagline, exactly. so to speak. And it stays, and, and, and I feel I've accomplished the initial groundwork in this first book of the series of telling you about mm-hmm. IVF. Mm-hmm. The next book is a way to bring more children, more families into a more generalized subject. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure everybody has to in a bath. Mm-hmm. And some kids don't like water. Some people mm-hmm. have, a, little children have a fear of water and, and mm-hmm. pools and stuff like that. And the goal of I'm Very Ferris Takes a Bath is that it's a story you read perhaps before bath time mm-hmm. or after bath time, a way to normalize a, a daily routine that families do mm-hmm. and follow little baby Ferris on how he gets in the tub and, and again, learn about the IVF. So those families that have gone through infertility are still touching upon a very mm-hmm. familiar subject. But then again, now we're going into little adventures that your children or nieces or nephews mm-hmm. or grandchildren are going mm-hmm. through as well and mm-hmm. make it an enlightening subject. Mm-hmm. So that's the next book in the series. And I've had some wonderful fans and, and readers send me comments on ideas for characters and whatnot in the book and, and subject lines to touch upon. So um, I'm already brewing on what the third manuscript's going to be mm-hmm. and the goal that will be in 2020. So mm-hmm. um, series. This is not going away. Mm-hmm. I am determined and, and um, I'm a very aggressive entrepreneur where um, this is my passion. Mm-hmm. So I, you're going to see baby Ferris on tons of different adventures. And if you have an idea for one, you know, go to www.tuscasa.com and send it to me. I love to hear ideas for what people want to see baby Ferris do, or perhaps a character mm-hmm. they want to see in the book. Perhaps they want to see someone who, um, a baby that is diabetic or a baby that is oh. in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. I've had these type of things being brought mm-hmm. to me and I, I like that. So it, it it does make me curious since this is clearly going to be a series. You know, at some point we're going to see Baby Ferris get married. Um, but will they they kind of age as he ages? So you know, right now um, it's it's written where you know, like here's here's one page um, with Dad and Mama with Dad by Mama's side and all genetic tests a go. I mean, that's that's the entire text on the page. So it's clearly written for a very small child. So will the kind of the the format age as Ferris ages? Um, my, right now, my vision for Ferris is kind of a little bit like the Simpsons mm-hmm. where they're gonna, he's going to stay. He'll stay that size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Oh, so we won't see little Ferris get married. Well, you never know in a different, in a different avenue of editorial writing and whatnot. You, you know, there are mm -hmm. opportunities to take the things that brew in my head other right. directions. Mm -hmm. um, but the goal for the I'm Very Ferris series is going to stay right now as something attracting to children. Mm -hmm. Again, because the children's market, this hasn't been touched on. And there's mm -hmm. so many avenues that it can go. Mm -hmm. And I really, really want to spend time and efforts trying to get to those avenues for children and families mm -hmm. to, to read right. and understand. Mm -hmm. Well, and, you know, I really like the, the concept of adding different characters who have different situations, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, 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 you know, that because that is a way for, for to be explaining things to, to small children um, to, to show, you know, you know, this is, you know, little Ferris's friend, it, like you said, is diabetic or, you know, has something, um, you know, and, and, uh, and it's, it's just a very simple way. And, and I think now, you know, I, I don't have kids, you know, and, and, but I think parents a lot of times struggle with how to explain things to small children that are kind of those sensitive subjects, you know, that, that this child, you know, is, is, they're not different. They're not weird. They're not, you know, it's, it's just, again, it's, it's another way that, that people just are. And so, you know, I like the concept that maybe, you know, it is that, you know, this, this is Ferris's friend and Ferris's friend is epileptic, you know, and, and, you know, and, and, and again, it normalizes it. It does. And, and it's so interesting because people say, if you really want to know something, ask a child. Right. Be mm -hmm. really honest with mm -hmm. you. And most of the time you're thinking it's big drama and they're like, oh. you know, he has blue shoes. <laughs> you know, that's what they get. You know, they don't care about it. You know, it's like he has, he got a cookie and I didn't get a cookie. Exactly. You know, they think like a diabetic, you know, well, how come he got that? Oh. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And instead of shying away from the answer, mm -hmm. let's again, let's ta ta tackle topics right. that children understand mm -hmm. and I don't mean let's get into a whole dissertation and, and make yeah, because they are children's stories exactly but mm -hmm. I mean let's, let's lay the groundwork and have a conversation mm -hmm. why this person is um, having to receive a snack in the middle of the day mm -hmm. or why this person is in a wheelchair or why mm -hmm. this person maybe looks a little bit different than you mm -hmm. and I do and and then let's make it normalized because right. in our society um, my job as a parent as a mother um, first and foremost is to, I want to raise a respectful son. Mm -hmm. I want to raise someone who is kind mm -hmm. and I want to raise someone that I've heard a quote once and I kind of have stuck with it and it's very blunt, mm -hmm. but I want to raise someone that's not a jerk. Right. And saying, wouldn't that be nice if everybody thought that? Exactly. I, and saying that I, mm -hmm. it's, you know, as harsh and blunt as it is, it's very true. Mm -hmm. if you think about that. If we all just took a moment and, and when we, look at things if we thought before we spoke mm -hmm. and about what we're about to say or how we're about to treat right. them. Mm -hmm. um, and if I can do that through my book, through characters in you know, 20 to 31 pages with mm -hmm. colorful pictures and simple words, but yet deliver a message, mm -hmm. then I'm doing my job as an entrepreneur mm -hmm. and as a mother and as a member of the society that just wants to make the world a better place. As right. cliche as it is, mm -hmm. it's a true statement mm -hmm. and it starts with myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and a motto that I truly believe in is um, I always tell my son, because um, I don't ever want him to think that you're privileged or anyone um, should give you anything because of, you know, you're in a book or whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, something I believe in, I heard it once before, was that um, don't ever think that the world 
owes you anything because it doesn't. The world doesn't owe you a thing. Mm-hmm. And I never go about saying, well, you know, you owe me something because of who I am mm-hmm. or what I've done for you or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I work hard. I show my son what dedication mm-hmm. and effort and time is to getting something. Mm-hmm. And I want him to see that as well. Right. And my, I want people to see that um, just because you are, you look different or whatnot doesn't exclude you from a story. It doesn't mm-hmm. exclude you from a, somebody reading something before bed and having a picture mm-hmm. that looks just like you in it. Mm-hmm. And that's my goal as an author is just to normalize things and bring it into the home and make it a topic mm-hmm. of conversation to where it almost isn't a topic of conversation. Right. Yeah. It's just kind so, of, mm-hmm. it's not something we need to spend so much time on because you know what? Everybody's talking about it. So mm-hmm. let's talk about something different. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it sounds silly to say it that way, but it's true. Right. And there's, you know, an awful lot of things that we really should be thinking like that. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and again, that's, that's the goal, the simple goal of the book. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and as you were saying that, I thought it, it, the lesson applies to all of us. You know, it takes hard work. It takes persistence. You know, we're always talking on this program about the fact that we need to learn from things that, that don't go the way we want them to. You know, if, if we had it handed to us, well, it's like, eh, okay. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, whether it's that, you know, in having a baby or having a business or, you know, all these various things, it really is hard work, um, you know, and, and, and being a parent, obviously, is, is one of the hardest jobs in the world. But, you know, it, it, it does. It takes time. It takes persistence. And there are definitely times where you think, you know what, we're just going to give up, you know, and, and whatever, uh, you know. And, and, and I think that was what I liked about, you know, Ferris is you were persistent. You had this goal. You know, and, and, you know, many people would say that it was a BHAG, a big, hairy, audacious goal, um, but you kept at it. And, you know, and that's a, a, like I said, that's a lesson for all of us. Yeah, Ferris, having our baby was not easy. It wasn't mm-hmm. a first round IVF transfer and boom, you're pregnant and it's mm-hmm. wonderful. Um, uh, our story was very long and difficult. Again, mm-hmm. we had less than 1% chance. We didn't go through with this, mm-hmm. so I, the idea should we dive into something we're not even really aware right. of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we did, and we decided to go with genetic testing, and so there's extra time and weight mm-hmm. and, and needles involved and blood work with that. Um, we got, you know, we went from seven embryos that were healthy and fertilized mm-hmm. down to three. We ended up losing uh, one of them due to too many or too little chromosomes. We had two embryos left. Um, again, we went through genetic testing. So mm-hmm. the one embryo was a positive ready transfer, and there was one embryo that had no results. So they asked mm-hmm. us, well, would you like to get that one retested? It's you know, up to you. Mm-hmm. And we said, sure, why not? So mm-hmm. we went ahead and got that one embryo that was positive mm-hmm. transfer, and we ended up having a miscarriage. We lost mm-hmm. that baby. Oh, dear. I'm the embryo that had no result we retested mm-hmm. turned out to be a positive. Ferris. <laughs> Ferris. And so the roller coaster of emotions with that. And that's again just to have that moment where some people are home and get to, you know, have something in front of them that says, you know, one line, two lines pregnant. Mm-hmm. For us, that was just getting to that point. Mm-hmm. And right. there's all the things that um, you have to go through after that mm-hmm. to ensure that you can carry this baby right. and, and proceed to becoming a normal pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of work. It's a lot of time. It, mm-hmm. It's um, 
it's something you're very cognizant aware of and mm-hmm. you know exactly what you signed up for once you're in it and mm-hmm. yet at the same time they can give you a call and say we need to see you at this moment because right. we need mm-hmm. this blood test at this time because mm-hmm. something changed so mm-hmm. it's a roller coaster but um it was worth every moment of our lives because mm-hmm. for me what I like to say is not only did I get a baby out of this but I got a whole new career right I know how cool is that I I went and took it a step beyond mm-hmm. and I made the decision this is my new career this is what gonna, mm-hmm. I'm going to apply my background my passion my business perspective as someone who's always wanted to be an entrepreneur mm-hmm. I'm gonna jump in and kind of ripple the waters and change mm-hmm. things up um, and, and I like to be that person I'm not one that has kind of followed the beaten path mm-hmm. I usually like to try to find where's a way I can kind of shake things up. My husband mm-hmm. likes to call me his female version of Steve Jobs. <laughs> and, and I, and we must, I must live up to it because my son's middle name is Jobs. And we did that to kind of tie in mom with baby. Mm-hmm. Since we didn't know what we were having. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's just, uh, like I said, this book means so much to me because again, you're t- I'm telling a story, but it's my career. It j- changed my life. Mm-hmm. When you go from corporate America where you know there's a paycheck and mm-hmm. you know you, you know your hours and now you're an entrepreneur, let alone a solopreneur, let right. alone a woman jumping out there mm-hmm. into this big world and people saying, oh, it's going to take three books before you make any money mm-hmm. or you're going to have to go through this or be prepared for rejections. I'm, I'm jumping in and I'm doing it and mm-hmm. I don't accept no very easily. So right. um, I, I'm loving every minute of it. Mm-hmm. And to be on the show is just proof that I must be going in the right direction somehow. So. Hey, hey. Well, let's let's talk about some of the business aspects. Okay. Um, you know, it, it's funny. I have my own PR and marketing firm, and and I had a client come to me one time with a very inspirational book, and this was oh, 10, 15 years ago or so. And she said, "What she wanted me to do." Now, the and and I just thought this was so funny because there was no middle. It was she wanted on Oprah. She wanted to be Oprah's book of the month. Yeah. Now, it, w- it was a great story. It was a very inspirational story. But there was, you know, nothing in between. You know, there, and, and I told her, I said, okay, we don't just jump to Oprah. You know, we need to do local media. We need to do this. We need, you know, all these various things. And I said, you know, more importantly, if you were to get on Oprah, and, and she self-published, and so she had, you know, all of her books in her basement. I said, you could conceivably have an order of 30,000, you know, overnight. Could you do that? And she went, oh. Well, maybe not. Um, but but talk to us about you know the you know how have you you know because th- this is kind of new ground for you. But you know how how have you marketed the book and and what are the steps that you have taken? So I knew that if I was going to do this business, I was going to have this children's series. I had to jump in. I had to give it everything I have to be mm-hmm. successful. There was no giving it half effort. It was you've got to literally put all your chips on the table because. Mm-hmm. That's the only way this is going to work. I am very blessed to have found some wonderful negotiation people and, and people that have been brought into my life mm-hmm. that have networked for me and mm-hmm. really helped me um, build a beautiful website. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of oh, just Oh, it's how- gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, I have found people that in, in schools that believe in the product and mm-hmm. have now put my book into their school, mm-hmm. um, independent books that heard the story and they want to support local Chicago land area authors. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then it's literally, I think it's the media background in me from my mm -hmm. previous life that I just know how to kind of get out there and present myself. And mm -hmm. I have gotten in front of some celebrities and agents of celebrities mm -hmm. and um, yes, some bigger talk shows and whatnot. And, and um, people ask me, well, how did you get this person's attention? And it's literally, I just went out there and I asked. Right. I went mm -hmm. Because here's the thing. They get up and do the same things mm -hmm. we do. They're yeah. just a little bit more mm -hmm. out there and visible. Mm -hmm. These people are normal people as well. Mm -hmm. Some have a, maybe a higher ego than others, but they're normal people. Bigger paychecks. Exactly. Bigger paychecks. <laughs> but they are interested too because there's so many celebrities that have come mm -hmm. forward um, and so many people in the media that have come forward saying mm -hmm. their infertility journey that it was something that, <laughs> why wouldn't I tap into them? Right. Why wouldn't I contact mm -hmm. them and say, mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm a woman from the Chicagoland area. I wrote a children's book mm -hmm. and it's a series. And I think it's something you should have. I think it's right. something you enjoy. Mm -hmm. um, and believe it or not, they say, okay, right. let's take a look at it. I will do an Instagram or I will do a Facebook mm -hmm. post or I'll let you post on our website a blog. Mm -hmm. So that kind of marketing aspect is something that I do all the time. Mm -hmm. And I, um, like I said, I didn't just kind of tap my toe in the water. I jumped in full, mm -hmm. full self. Um, I'm constantly looking and having, you know, little tickers set up for anything that pins on IBF. Um, mm -hmm. Anyone talking about infertility, anyone who's focused on a children's book, anyone who wants right. to talk to an entrepreneur who is a, um, a woman and a mother who's gone out and started something. Has Any, a business program. <laughs> exactly. I, I joke that when I go through the drive-thru to get my cup of coffee, I literally once got my coffee and exchanged, gave them my business card because mm -hmm. while we were waiting, right. it was mm -hmm. topic. Mm -hmm. again, no one's going to do this for me. Mm -hmm. I, I have people that help me and that I have hired to, you know, again, do marketing or do mm -hmm. photography or whatnot. But at the end of the day, I'm the most passionate about the product mm -hmm. and we right. come forward um, with the idea that, you know, I believe in this so much that it will blow up, that it mm -hmm. will be everywhere. Um, and you know, I say that loud because I do believe it and mm -hmm. I'm not scared to do that. Um, but it's going to start with me. It's going right. to start with my hard work and dedication. And, um, you know, I do this without full-time help. Mm -hmm. So sometimes emails are sent super late at night. Right. And, you know, you work around mm -hmm. and that's the passion I'm not afraid to share. I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm sharing this with other entrepreneurs mm -hmm. that have a family that, that get it, that it, you know, you've got to do it around your child's mm -hmm. schedule. Right. And um, you give so much of yourself. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, once your child's awake or comes home from school or whatever it may be, it's time to be full-time parent or mm -hmm. whatever you need to do. And um, it just, it's, it makes it so much more rewarding mm -hmm. because you know how much time and effort you're putting into your product. And when you get someone's reply saying, yes, we'll take a look at the book. Mm -hmm. Yes, we'll do a tweet about you. Right. Oh my gosh, it's like winning the lottery. Mm -hmm. right. It's great. You know, and at the, at the very least, they're going to ignore you or say no. But it, you, know what? you, you can't give them, you know, they, they have to have the opportunity. You know, you can't just expect that, oh, you know, they, they'll find it. You know, I've, yeah. I've, I've had clients that have said, you know, well, shouldn't they just know? You know, and it's like, no, nobody's psychic. You know, they, they don't know that it's out there. No, I, I once read a line that someone said, 
people don't know what they want. You need to mm-hmm. tell them what they want. Yeah. Okay? And, and, and that's actually marketing. <laughs> you have to tell them, buy this. <laughs> people, and, and again, I'm in the book business. Mm-hmm. I'm in the children's business of, of books and of, of, of things that help advance and help a family and educate people. So mm-hmm. um, I feel I have a very positive product. But not everybody may agree with that in, in right. the beginning or want to talk about it or kind of snub mm-hmm. their nose because of ignorance. Mm-hmm. So it's my job, again, mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur and as someone who is doing the marketing, who's doing mm-hmm. the accounting, who mm-hmm. is doing the sales, right. to get out there and say, no, you do need this book. Mm-hmm. And it is a premium product. Mm-hmm. It, is a, it is not um, you know, a book that you will find um, at every bookstore, there are specific locations. I have my book at testcasso.com. I have my book on Amazon. I have mm-hmm. my book on Barnes and Noble. Mm-hmm. I have my book with Outskirts Press, who is the published mm-hmm. self-publishing I went through. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's my job to get out there and tell you, you do need to read this mm-hmm. book. And it's not just for kids. If you're an adult and you're saying, okay, so I've heard her story about IVF, but still, who cares? doesn't mm-hmm. apply to me. It might be something you might want to read about because it might apply to someone you know. Yes, somebody they work with, someone they go to church with, their own family, you know, all those various things. The worst thing when people tell you something is to say, oh, um, oh, I know. Oh, Mm -hmm. of course, I I know about that. Or Mm -hmm. uh, the thing is, no, you don't know someone's situation. But Mm -hmm. to say you understand Mm what you're listening um, or, you know, that, that means so much to somebody. And my book, I believe, gives you that opportunity to to understand a little bit more mm-hmm. about this topic that is becoming so much more prevalent in today's right. society. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you know, let's be honest. There are some people who will just say, "No, you know, you shouldn't have done that. You should have done X, Y, Z. You know, all these various things." And you know what? That's that's their view, and and you and more than likely, you're not going to change that view. So. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't even try. I mean, you know, that's the, and, and, you know, and in many cases, you know, a lot of them probably mean well, you know, well, you know, uh, and, and, you know, you and I were talking before the program, you know, many people, you know, well, why didn't you adopt, you know, and that certainly is an option, but it was just not an option that you chose. It's, it's, it, it, there's no right or wrong. And I think that is, is the thing, you know, it's, it's, it's a personal choice, you know, for some people, you know, their, their only choice is to adopt for whatever reason, they might be able to actually have children, but they choose to adopt, mm-hmm. you know, for other people. No, they, they want to have their own children and, you know, or, or, and then of course you have the people who have both. I mean, you know, those are, or, or people like me. I mean, I don't have any kids. Um, I have my dogs, I have my cats, you know, and, and I have lots of nieces and nephews and I tell people I borrow kids when I want a kid. <laughs> um, oh, but That's the thing. And I, mm-hmm. I put that as a, the top, first line on the back cover of my book. Mm-hmm. Families are made every day in many ways mm-hmm. plain and simple right Take that statement any way you want mm-hmm. because it's so true families are made like you said whether my family is my godchild or mm-hmm. my nephew or my family is my husband and our fish whatever mm-hmm. it can be or my family is my babies mm-hmm. um my parents there's no one way to start a family right. and for me just my mm-hmm. own personal experience being brought up and going to school and you have your health class and whatnot, it kind of only taught, well, this is the one way you have right. a family. Yes. Mm-hmm. The truth is it's not. Mm-hmm. And shame on 
the fact that I never got to really see and understand mm -hmm. more about it because um, it may IVF may have been so intimidating to me a few mm -hmm. years ago right. when it became an option mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. um, I may have been a little bit more prepared, but mm -hmm. you can't go backwards, you go forward. So right. how are you going to make that easier mm -hmm. for the next couple that gets told um, there's other ways for you mm -hmm. to have a family? That's my job with this mm -hmm. book because they'll go back and talk, but how are you going to explain this to your nieces and nephews, mm -hmm. to your children, mm -hmm. um, to your child when they get older? Um, because again, it's a difficult topic. It's, it's hard to understand. There's a lot of pieces in it and a lot of what ifs. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just, this is a way to simplify it, to right. make it something that you'll just feel a little bit more comfortable mm -hmm. talking about. And people will get, it'll become the normal. It'll be like, oh, you know, again, someone's going to get her blood work. Good luck today. Mm -hmm. Instead of being so worried, so scared, like, oh, we wish you the best. And mm -hmm. this works out. No, you, I'm a big person. I know I'm probably... Mm -hmm. One of the few out there that is not a fan of the word hope, but I was once told a long time ago in, in my former life that hope is not a strategy. And I use that in the term of how it motivates me. Mm -hmm. If you want something, you can't just hope for it. You've right. got to do it. Mm -hmm. You've got to why. You've got to find mm -hmm. ways to make it happen. Mm -hmm. And in vitro fertilization is a way to say to someone, again, if infer infertility is something that you're told, IVF is a way that you can make mm -hmm. that change. You right. can make it happen. And mm -hmm. my book, again, is for children to get that. Mm -hmm. Well, and again, it's it's a simple way to start having that conversation. You know, as, as you were talking about this, I thought, you know, what better than to have something like this in an OBGYN's office? You know, and, and so somebody picks it up. They, you know, they they read through it. And, and then, you know, when they're told, you know what, you're going to have to consider something else. It's not quite so scary, you know, and, and, you know, and, and so, yeah, rather than reading, you know, the current people magazine, maybe they picked this up and they read it and they thought, oh, you know, there, there are other options. And again, it's, it's normal options. Exactly. Cause for me, um, there, I don't think are many people on the planet more scared of needles than me. <laughs> and you had big, nasty needles. <laughs> going to be a full one inch long or mm -hmm. we're going to do this one so many times that where I look down and my elbow is turning green mm -hmm. I've got so many pricks and yep. went. Mm -hmm. um, again it was a way to kind of take those fears and put them aside and just start embracing why am I doing this mm -hmm. what is the outcome well, this isn't um, something I'm just torturing myself or having to get up and do every day or right. get to, get to the, the doctor's office by mm -hmm. 6 a.m. because I have to have this by 605 mm -hmm. you start to have an appreciation i'm trying to build a life mm -hmm. i'm trying to have a family right i want to be like everyone else in society and have my idea of what family means mm -hmm. to me mm -hmm. i'm just being told i have to go through a different route to do it right mm -hmm. and if you ask me you know you've been married this long or you guys are you trying to have a baby or why is it taking so long well we're just a little bit different our bodies mm -hmm. are going to react differently mm -hmm. we've chosen to go this route and it's normal mm -hmm. and the book again is for kids to understand this is completely normal mm -hmm. it is um different but so are a lot of things right. out there right you know and and it's also for the parents to know there's nothing wrong with them um because you know i i've talked with you know parents who have both been successful and, and not successful with in vitro and they said of course one of the the, the first things they thought was What's wrong with me? 
you know, why, why can't I do this? Whether it was, you know, from, you know, from a variety of, of perspectives, you know, and, and they really did, you know, it was, and it, it's not that there's something wrong. It's just that it, it's not going to happen that way. So something needs to happen this way. Um, you know, and, and so that's, that is kind of that stigma that we need to get rid of also is there's nothing wrong with somebody who has to go this way. No. When I was told originally some medical diagnosis about myself, mm-hmm. and my husband was also told some things about him. Mm-hmm. Um, we looked at each other and we never once did the blame game. Right. Mm-hmm. Said, this is your fault that mm-hmm. we have to do this. This is your fault. We have mm-hmm. to spend mm-hmm. all this money all this time right. just to have a baby mm-hmm. when other people get to go have a great night or something like that. And like we said, they drink water and they get pregnant. Exactly. <laughs> There was never, ever that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything, there was um, perhaps this happened to us because we can handle it. Right. Mm-hmm. Be the ones mm-hmm. that can help others understand and reassure and let them know that we're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. We're just fine. Mm-hmm. We are being chosen that our body say there's a different route and it's your mm-hmm. job to go out and find it and put the right. effort into it and listen and do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to have a, the chance to have a baby. Mm-hmm. And we understood that. And again, never knowing what could happen because mm-hmm. there are no guarantees. Right. It, it is a total gamble. It mm-hmm. is the biggest bet you'll ever place. Mm-hmm. I like you said, you got down to that one. <laughs> yeah. got down to that one that if you think about it, which we sometimes do, but what if we had said, no, you don't need to retest. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, we have our one. Right. So mm-hmm. we're good. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many what ifs. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. But you can't live in the what ifs you have. No. Mm-hmm. The right now mm-hmm. and that's that is what happened for mm-hmm. us um it's just it's an amazing journey my son will turn one on and this will occur after the fact but he turns one on april 20th <laughs> and i just think about how amazing of a year it has mm-hmm. been and um you know people say to me as a mom are you sad that he's you know turning one in the sin mm-hmm. i think you know what I am so happy. Mm-hmm. I we worked so hard to have this little baby and to have this life. Mm-hmm. I want to see him grow. I right. want to see him become something. I'm just so excited for him to experience mm-hmm. a new day that, no, I'm not sad. This is what I worked so hard for. Right. I want to see him turn out mm-hmm. to be whatever he wants. That's his choice. So mm-hmm. it's just been a really, it's been, um, a, it'll be a birthday mm-hmm. that, I can tell you already that it will just be so special because mm-hmm. of how much we wanted this. To right. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you know, we, we mentioned the fact that the, you know, that the name of the book is and series is I'm very Ferris. So I V F. And so I asked you, you know, when we were doing the, the prep was Ferris, his real name. And you said, yes, it, it is. And, and then you shared with me, it's it's not a, a usual name. I don't think I know any other Ferris, you know, and would, would skip that movie, you know, that, that has that name. But how did you pick the name Ferris? So my husband and I wanted something unique. My mm-hmm. name is Tess. My full name is Tess. Mm-hmm. Um, and we wanted something for our baby, again, boy or girl, mm-hmm. that would be unique and different. And we're big into meanings and, and um we wanted a full uh, a name for our child. We didn't want to we didn't want to shorten it. We whatever we were giving our child is the name that they will be called. Mm-hmm. And we did our research, and um, are from Chicago, so of course, yes, the famous movie we knew about and whatnot. But <laughs> we dug a little bit deeper, and there's the two main points because there are many things that we just 
deeply loved about Ferris, but there's two meanings behind it that mm -hmm. really, really stuck for us. And we're so proud to say, um, Ferris means rock. And Ferris Jobs Caso is the rock of my life mm -hmm. and my husband's life. Um, and we just felt that's a very strong name. Mm -hmm. And um, it would be very fitting for this baby mm -hmm. boy or girl. Um, Ferris also means best choice. And mm -hmm. now that I've shared my story about the embryo, the little embryo that could, uh -huh. yes. um, Ferris was the best choice embryo we had. Mm -hmm. He was all, he's the, the last embryo that we had. He is the best embryo we had. He is mm -hmm. the one out of seven that made it all the way that had that, that journey of ups and downs, mm -hmm. um, throughout the pregnancy and throughout the testing and everything mm -hmm. that just never quit. Mm -hmm. he, made it he found a way he is I, I say he's the strongest person I never knew I know mm -hmm. um, because when I was carrying him and when I would see you know pictures about this embryo was implanted I thought how strong how amazing faith love and science can really be mm -hmm. um, and now seeing him he just fulfills that name he absolutely lives up to it mm-hmm well, and, and like I said, you know, I, I love looking on your website at the the pictures because he is, he's just, as my mother would say, or, you know, say, the, the, I'm in the South now. He's just cute. He's a bug. <laughs> you know? And he really is. He's in his little, his little man outfits. You can say, oh, he looks like such a little man in his little <laughs> And I, I absolutely love it. Thank you. Well, you know, we've, we've only got about five minutes left. And so what advice would you share for people who are, are thinking of, you know, taking this big leap to become an entrepreneur, especially if they're going to be talking about something that is so personal. You know, it's one thing to write a marketing book or, you know, all these things, but you really did open up yourself and, and your family to a lot of scrutiny, you know, and, and so a lot of people would think, nah, you know, I don't want to do that. So what advice would you give for people? Well, the first thing that you have to have is you have to have the passion. And mm -hmm. that's one thing people say to me that I have. I have the passion and I have the drive when I do something. Mm -hmm. When I knew I was going to take this entrepreneurial step mm -hmm. and I knew that it wasn't going to be easy. It's going to be a topic that people might not want to talk about. They mm -hmm. don't believe in, they don't pay for. Um, there's going to be the ups and downs of being an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. being a mom, being a female, um, writing a her book, um, passion in the product. Mm -hmm. I believe that if you get up in the morning and you are excited for what you are about to do, you're in the right thing. Mm -hmm. And I now know that this is the right thing for me. Mm -hmm. um, I have a very good support group. I will give all of the credit to my husband. He supports me and he um, believes in what I do. Mm -hmm. And um, he always says, if there's anyone that's going to make this a success, it's you. Mm -hmm. So to have that when there are so many negatives out there right. and there can be family or friends, mm -hmm. people that just say, are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure you want to, you know, give, are you sure you want to tell everybody you did this? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Is this something you really want to talk mm -hmm. about? Um, to have the, to, to continue to have that belief in yourself that yes, I do want to mm -hmm. charge for it. I do want to talk about this. Um, and then having my husband's standing right beside mm -hmm. me, not trying right. to... Well, and it's his story too, you know, and, and so you he had to be a full part of it. Exactly. That means so much to me, mm -hmm. and, I, um, and I don't take that for granted. 
it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would tell everybody just um, knowing the dedication and the time and the effort to make something that is taboo topic, that mm-hmm. is different, mm-hmm. that some people might say, well, you didn't go the route that you should have. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to be carrying books in the back of your car and you're going to have to go around camping out trying to find people to buy it versus you'd gone a different route or whatnot or wrote a different subject line. Um, you know, it's, it's those that are quote unquote the crazy ones and make uh, a change and, and get out there and disrupt things that people mm-hmm. remember and that people look at and say, you didn't take the, the, the path that everyone else did. You made your own. Right. Um, I think that's what makes an entrepreneur special is you don't, you don't give up. You mm-hmm. you know it's going to be hard. You mm-hmm. you didn't take the easy route, um, and you just you find that you believe in your product so much, um, and you treat everyone as if they were your last customer because mm-hmm. they just might be. And right. my job is again to get this book mm-hmm. into the hands of anybody that's looking for a that is a really great read mm-hmm. it would be great for families it would be great for people going through infertility mm-hmm. it's a great shower gift it's a great wedding gift it's right. just a good book to have mm-hmm. it's and it's and what i tell people too this is the book of a woman that is quite frankly a nobody that has dream yeah. that mm-hmm. to make a change mm-hmm. and she Mm-hmm. And I have no guarantees on what the future holds. Mm-hmm. But I can promise everyone listening on this that you bet my darndest that I am standing behind this and I will give everything mm-hmm. I've got to, to make it a success because I believe in it that much. Right. I love it. Well, would you ever branch out and do other things? You know, since, since you are an entrepreneur, many people end up doing multiple things. Or, you know, now, you know, we know your focus is on the real Ferris and raising Ferris and, and being, you know, a wonderful mom and, and wife. Um, but, you know, have you thought about, you know, and, and it's not that it's not enough. And, and, you know, and you only do have a certain number of hours per day. But have you thought about, you know, would you, would you do something else? have um, thought about the aspect of doing some more public speaking mm-hmm. and getting out there and um, raising this topic of awareness mm-hmm. and, and being on this show today talking about being a female entrepreneur um, also talking about infertility making mm-hmm. this an open topic of conversation um, I have given that thought and have kind mm-hmm. of a little bit dabbled into that as well mm-hmm. um, and again an edit- editorial minded a writer your brain's always going right. with Mm-hmm. Right, so there are different avenues that might be tapped into someday uh, because I don't think that you literally should pin yourself down to one thing to do your whole life. There's mm-hmm. the world is full of so many opportunities. I really want to get my hands on as much as right. I can. And at some point, Ferris might say, "Mom, enough! No, I don't want you writing any more books about me." <laughs> they happen, and you know what? We will have to have another conversation yeah. about another. Yeah. Then I'll take that risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it might be, you know, that big vacation you wanted to take, Ferris? This is what pays for it. <laughs> That's, true. That's true. Every book else. So mm-hmm. great. Oh, so blessed and happy. Thank you. Well, how do people find you and connect with you online? So the best way to find me is at my website. And okay. if you type in Tess Casso, it's uh, lots of S's. Um, Tess, as it is, Casso, K O S S O W.com, mm-hmm. you will find my website. 
Um, you can type in I'm Very Ferris as well, and you will see my website. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I have an author page as well as business page for I'm Very Ferris. I've got LinkedIn. Um, again, Tess Castle is my real name. I'm putting it out there. It's not a, a pen name. It's just who I am, and I stand behind it. I would love to connect with people. Um, share in conversation about anything really if you want to talk about IVF talk about the book um, your your experience your journey in whether business or infertility um, that's what I'm out there to do so you can see the book on amazon.com and it's a noble um, and um, and you follow me because there's a lot to come and it would be wonderful if you joined in on this journey with me and this experience Great. Well, and I can't wait to have you on again. So we'll talk about the bubble bath book. So that, that will be fun. Um, but do you have any last words you want to leave everyone with? Um, I've referenced a lot of things I've heard because I believe that you're always learning and mm -hmm. I'm not the smartest person in the room. So I take when people give me advice or say something to heart. And um, one thing I, I've heard that I'll end with is that um, no matter how big you get or how you've started out and you where you become, you are never too good to say thank you. So I would like to say thank you. Oh, you. well, thank you. Everybody, because um, even if there is one person or there are a hundred people saying um, thank you for your time, for believing in who I am in my <laughs> book. And if this is not for you, um, perhaps give it a little bit more thought. Maybe it's for somebody that you know. Right. Um, I appreciate the support mm -hmm. as someone jumping out into the unknown. Mm -hmm. uh, this type of support in, in conversation is what drives me mm -hmm. to get up and do what I right. do. Well, and thank you for writing about a subject that is a difficult subject, um, you know, and, and doing it in a way that is fun. And so I do encourage people to go to your website to look at the book. And, and like I said, there's pictures of the real Ferris there. So you just have to go look at him. Um, and uh, so, you know, it, it, it's great. It's very inspirational. And, you know, as we said, lots of, of just lessons for anybody in, in the story. So that's, that's what's so great about them. Thank you so much. Yes, I, right. I Appreciate your time and everyone else's today. It, it means the world to me. Perfect. Well, I love it. And I am Deb Creer. I've been having an absolutely delightful time talking with Tess Casso. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for more real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.